If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is Wayback Playback, episode number 429, as this week we bring you the first hour of the 1989 WWF Survivor Series. Hello, you people. I am Pat McNeil. I'm joined by my co-host, the other half of the watch-along tag team champions of the world, Shane Shadows. Shane, are you ready to hop into the Wayback Machine, return to 1989, and be a part of the Thanksgiving night tradition? Yes. Teams of five that strive to survive, but... Well, actually, this time... These this time it will be teams of four settling the score. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. Oh, I, I would like to. Uh, I would like to thank the good uh, the good wrestling loving people of Ireland for getting us back on their uh, wrestling podcast charts this week. Thank you, Ireland. Thank uh, you, Ireland. World War Three brought them. Yeah, and and obviously uh, Shane is a uh, big fan favorite in Ireland. So, <laughs> there we go. Can't beat that. Uh, also, of course, patreoncom slash playback. We're in the month of December, and uh, we're looking to add some some very very fun stuff to the uh, to our Patreon here in the next uh, couple of days. So keep an eye out for that, and uh, we'll we'll be telling you more about that at the advertising break. Okay, Shane. Um, so let's begin here now. The 1989 Survivor Series won the vote. Uh, the 1989 Survivor Series took place on Thanksgiving night, November 23rd, 1989. Uh, before that. WWF had three shows on Wednesday night, November the 22nd, the night before Thanksgiving. And I guess that's a that's a good night because, you know, you know, nobody has to be at work the next day. It's certainly a great night in the bar business. Yep. So it's the number okay. one drinking holiday of the year. So anyway, the A show was in St. Paul, Minnesota, in front of 3,700 people. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts beat uh, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase by disqualification. And uh, Mr. Perfect beat WWF champion Hulk Hogan by countout. Uh, Dave Meltzer notes in The Observer that uh, people in the WWF thought, you know, he thought that business was going to pick up on the house shows once they uh, finished off the endless Hogan-Savage feud and went to Hogan versus Kurt Hennig, but that did not happen. Did not happen. But, uh, but I would also like to point out the uh, 
what what was used to the, the angle that heated up the feud, that wasn't going to air until the Saturday after Thanksgiving on the 25th on, on Saturday the- night's main event. So. Yes, I remember Actually, that. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like that angle anyway. Right. But, Me yeah. personally, it was kind of. Well, but they 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 went back to it uh, ten years later, which I you know. Yeah. Nine years later, so. Once something fails epically, just keep doing it until you can try to remember it fondly. Right. Okay. The WWF B show was in South Bend, Indiana, at uh, Notre Dame University. It was the WWF Tag Team Champions Demolition defeating the team of Arn Anderson and Haku, who is filling in for the either suspended or fired Tully Blanchard. We'll be getting to that later. Uh, and the WWF Intercontinental Champion Ultimate Warrior defeated Andre the Giant by disqualification. And matches that I'm sure were just epic. Um, well, uh, yeah, state, yeah. Tune in, uh, tune in two weeks from now, and we'll be uh, giving you a, a brief example of some of that. Um, meanwhile, the WWF C show was in Moline, Illinois, in front of 6,500 people. 49.27 of them were paid. They got to see uh, the Macho King, Randy Savage, defeat Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and uh, Rick Rude defeating Roddy Piper by disqualification in the main event. That was the C show? That's the C show. And didn't it outdraw the other ones? Uh, I don't know what the attendance was in South Bend, but yeah, kind of. I mean, but which one would you rather see? But out of the three, you know. I think I'd rather see the C show. Yeah, I think so. Piper and Rude. I, I saw I mean, Piper and Rude during that angle. Uh, I mean, th- these are some loaded shows, Shane. You know, it's yeah. not like, you know, I can't, I can't complain about the quality of them. So, obviously, it's Thanksgiving night. And, uh, of course, you're figuring, uh, you know, World Championship Wrestling, the NWA, has something big planned on Thanksgiving night to counter uh, what, what WWF is doing. Oh, yes, they're doing their annual Thanksgiving night show in the Omni. Uh, I, I don't have... For whatever reason, uh, Meltzer's Observer for that week is not available. I don't have attendance figures, but I can tell you that uh, the U.S. champion uh, Lex Luger fought Sting to a double disqualification, and uh, Ric Flair, the NWA champion, defeated TV champion the Great Muda by disqualification. I can also tell you this was like three weeks away from when the Omni was going to host Starcade '89 Future Shop. I was getting ready to say that, uh, yeah. you know, which was a Wednesday night and. As I recollect it, a Wednesday night, a pay-per-view. Arn Anderson hasn't switched yet. There's right. a lot going on during this era, and we're, I guess oh, we're going to talk yeah. about it here. Yeah, this is a good show for us to be doing. There's a lot of a lot of historical stuff to uh, to cover here. Okay. Now, for the first time in a long, long, long time, the AWA is not doing a Thanksgiving night show. They had a TV taping on the 18th in uh, Saturday before in Rochester, Minnesota, which was kind of their home base for that sort of thing. And if you stuck around, uh, the, the featured matches, uh, Jerry Blackwell teamed with uh, Bobby and Jackie Fulton, the Fantastics, to defeat the construction crew and Johnny Bellion in a six-man tag. Okay. Uh, the other feature, uh, Nikita Koloff, defeated AWA champion Larry Zabisco by disqualification. I think they're on fumes at this point, aren't yes, they? they? I mean, Oh, they most definitely are, yes. I mean, they're mainly doing sold shows and TV tapings for ESPN. I think by the yeah. end of the by the end of the next year, they're done all together. Yeah, they've blown the showboat deal, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, I, th- I think they've been out of the showboat for a while. They've mm-hmm. been like recording out of Rochester or whatever. Right. But okay, uh, let's see. Do I have that? Uh, no. Okay, this this is something left over, so I'm going to scratch that. Okay. 
the USWA, uh, they ran Memphis, they ran the Mid-South Coliseum on Sunday, November 19th. On that show, um, it was Bill Dundee defeating Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony to win the uh, Southwestern title. And in a Texas death match, Dutch Mantell defeated Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, also on the undercard, uh, Shane, uh, the Master of Pain defeated the Soul Taker, two guys who would become known later as uh, future WWF Hall of Famers, the Undertaker and uh, the Godfather. Nice. Yep. Uh, it's a good deal. So yeah, yeah. A Lawler and Dutch is the uh, is the big feud at the moment there. I can believe it. They went through that a couple times, and it was always good. And uh, let's see. The, the the only thing I have for Dallas is uh, it's the USWA in Dallas. The only thing I have for their most recent show before Thanksgiving, which will be November seventeenth, is Eric Embry beating Buddy Landell. So I don't know what to tell you. Eric Embry. Oh yes. Or is apparently the, apparently uh, they were calling him backstage Eric Von Eric for uh, you know because of the way he was cooking <laughs> himself. Yeah. yeah. He okay. was an interesting character. He made the TV interesting, that's for sure. Yes, I'm, yes. And Mick Foley was a fan, yeah. Um, okay, WWF Survivor Series at the Rosemont Horizon. That's what we're talking about. Uh, 15,294 turned out. A, uh, a very good crowd. Um, they actually recorded this uh, show on Thanksgiving afternoon, knowing that they were going to, and held it until 8 p.m. to broadcast it. Did was, they uh, really? It wasn't live? Yeah, it wasn't live, no. Huh, I did I think they that. I think they actually allude to that at some I think somebody actually alludes to that at some point during the broadcast. Yeah. I, I was uh, not aware of that. I honest to goodness thought that the first recorded um pay-per-view they ever did was SummerSlam 92. No, I'm I'm I will go back and check again, but I am pretty sure that yeah, this was a, this was an afternoon deal huh. for the Rosemont. Um okay. In the dark match, it was Boris Zukov defeating Paul Roma. Um, sorry, we don't have clips of that. Um, all right, now here's the uh, here's the stuff you need to know going into the show. Uh, we'll get at this. We'll get into this. I, I found the poster online, the original poster. Uh, okay, so Dusty Rhodes' team is set to take on the Big Boss Man's team. The Big Boss Man uh, needs a substitute because Boss Man's regular tag team partner, Akeem the African Dream, is out with an injury. We'll be getting to that. Uh, also needing a suitable substitution, uh, Randy Savage's team, the king in its court, and his court was taking on Hacksaw Jim Duggan's team. Randy Savage's team needs a suitable substitution. Um, Barry Windham is on leave or gone or however. He is dealing with the small matter of uh, his family getting investigated for counterfeiting. A very big story. Um, yes. Way beyond the realms of uh, wrestling, but Barry Windham's... Uh... The WWF run was pretty much at that point aborted. I don't think he ever worked there. He did work there again until he came back as the stalker. To yeah, and that was that seven years of. later. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was, a, it was a long time, but it's like it never, Barry, it never took off. And, 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 and there was bad feelings with how he had left WCW because, you know, they thought they had a deal with him. He held them up for more money. They agreed to the more money, and then he jumped and went to Vince anyway. I think that, honest to goodness, and it's funny, we're talking about Barry, because yeah. at the time we're recording this, I'm going to go meet Barry at an autograph signing tomorrow. Okay. Um, 
uh, in Winchester, Virginia, a nice little store, Squared Circle Collectibles, which You've brings in a before, lot yes. of guys. Yes, they're very good guys. And um, but that was kind of Barry's way of doing business. You know, Barry bounced around. He didn't. He didn't like it. He left. And right. I think some of his the 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 Widowmaker run was like, he was perfectly tailored to be a top heel working right. with Hogan. This because he was one of the best in the world at that point. But there was a trust issue because in '85 yeah. he he rolled out on them, you know, in the mm-hmm. middle of the big run right. with Mike Rotunda, and they didn't trust him. But just much yeah. like before that, he had rolled out on Jim Crockett and Dusty Rhodes to go work for Vince. So yep. when he when he left, I mean, he had to kind of hang around Florida for about a year and a half or so and kind of rebuild his reputation before he was moving upward onward. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the best in the world, so it was it was very. But I think he got a lot of he had a lot of that. His dad was like that, right? Black Black Jack, Black Jack. was known for he wasn't happy. He rolled out. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And uh, I will go back to the old Jim Valley joke. Um, you know, uh, Blackjack and, and uh, Kendall were, were found out, were caught, were found out when uh, investigators realized that uh, Gordon Sully's picture is not on the $10 bill. So. <laughs> no, that's yeah, actually yeah. funny. <laughs> I think we just riff it on that. Oh, yeah. my. That, that, that's funny. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, also, we have uh, the Ultimate Warriors team against the Heenan family. Which is going to be uh, one of the features on this uh, on this blessed event. However, the Brainbusters, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, have already signed to go back to WCW and NWA. But somewhere in there, Tully Blanchard, uh, they gave uh, they gave the Brainbusters a drug test, and Tully Blanchard tested positive for cocaine. And here, Tully tell it it was probably because he was doing cocaine. So they they fired him, and then uh, Crockett, you know, and then uh, Jim Hurd decided he didn't want Tully back. Yes. Yes. It costed Arn Anderson a hundred thousand. And then lowballed Arn Anderson on top of it. Yeah. So it was a very interesting time because all the pieces were in place on WCW TV mm-hmm. to, for because Ric Flair is still a baby face and he's right. feuding with Gary Hart and he's yep. and Muda and all those guys, but Sawyer and he needs some backup and. Mm-hmm. It's all coming together perfectly without anyone saying anything that this right. is. And then timing is everything. Is yeah. everything. yeah. And then it becomes only an Arn Anderson, which is again, Arne, oh, no disrespect to Ole Anderson, one of the all time great heels and all time great talkers in wrestling history. Oh yeah. Agreed. But it was a little past his prime. And then he was kind of forced into ring action for a while. It just, you know, it wasn't quite, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't quite there yet. Okay. Yeah. Well, on the bright side, it saved uh, it saved uh, Jim Hurt some money for when he had to get when he brought back Perry Wyndham next in 1990. But yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. The pro wrestling news, as well as I could piece it together. Um, 
And New Japan is doing its uh, first ever type of uh, doing a big tournament. They've never done this type of tournament before. Uh, they end up calling it the G1 Climax. <laughs> first time that was going on. Yeah. Um, Interesting name. Yes. Um, so Jack and Frank Tunney have managed to uh, get uh, WrestleMania 6 for the Sky Dome in Toronto. So that's coming Frank, up. Uh, Frank Tunney was involved in that? He had been dead for six well, or I don't seven know. years. Jack Tunney. Jack, Tunney. Jack Tunney and somebody else. Somebody Probably else. Probably Carl DeMarco. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, I, yeah. Ask. Uh, be sure to text JBL and ask him what he thinks of Carl DeMarco sometime. <laughs> oh, my. He's so a big this fan. The story that's been told, I presume. Uh yes yeah I think I think uh I think Cole and JBL had a podcast on on uh, on the WWE site for a while and uh, any any time uh, Carl DeMar- anytime Cole knew how to set JBL off as mentioned Carl DeMarco and you go Carl DeMarco isn't he the guy who decided he one who tried to get the Great American Bash and moved to Canada <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> apparently he was so. And uh, great. meanwhile, another great story going on in uh, WCW. Um, Jim Ross uh, has found a seven-foot-tall Argentinian basketball player named Jorge Gonzalez, who was a draft pick of the Atlanta Hawks, the basketball team, NBA team owned by Ted Turner. However, he wasn't good enough to make the team. Uh, JR was trying to see if WCW could develop him into their version of Andre the Giant. Um, spoiler, not exactly. I think would be the way to describe it. I wouldn't say it was from a lack of trying. No, it wasn't. No, no. Nobody's saying it was from a lack of trying. Jorge Gonzalez was, has almost anyone I ever heard talk about him was universally well liked. He just didn't know what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. You know, and he, he didn't even come off as athletic, the poor guy. I mean, so how he got even sniffed at, even at his size, to be played professional basketball, which is probably the hardest of all the major sports, is yeah. puzzling to say the least. Now, uh, in fairness, uh, WCW wasn't the only wrestling promotion in history to find a really try to find a really tall guy and turn him into their version of Andre the Giant. Sure, everyone's yeah. always looking for an attraction, dude. I yeah. still do it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's always looking for an attraction that they can put on a card to get some curiosities or get some tickets moved. Yeah, I mean, psh. okay, you got. Remember it. we remember we had that giant seven foot hillbilly guy one time come in wrestle a couple guys that were. The iguanas yeah. or something. I mean, it was Those iguanas. Yes, yeah. That was um, Jim Hawkins. Oh yeah, I'm Jim Hawkins. I remember him. Mason Dixon wrestling. Yes. Yeah, Jim Hawkins and one of there was one other guy, but I mean the 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 hillbilly ox or whatever was like seven foot tall and five hundred pounds. I mean, it was quite a spectacle. Giant hillbilly. Yes. You know, and I mean, as I recall, when we used the the crowds were a little up. <laughs> you know, a yep. couple times. Yeah, it's, yeah, everyone's always looking for an attraction because it's that's fun. That's true. Yes. You want to you want it's pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is something different to begin with, so you want to put a little, you know, you yes. always want to spice it up a bit. Yes, cor- absolutely correct. Okay, so on that note, I think we're about ready to begin the 1989 Survivor Series, and uh, we're going to can, we're going to uh, get started after this timeout. Hi, everybody. We're going to be talking quickly about the Black Scorpion tier and uh, the rest of our patron, patron.com slash playback. That's where you come see us. That's where you get all 428 episodes of the show archived. Uh, you know, many of them have uh, 
many of them were behind the paywall over at PW Torch, and this is the only other way you can get to them besides subscribing to the Torch, which you can also do, pwtorch.com. Uh, but yeah, this, this, this whole thing is here. Um, you get our new shows in advance. You get our new shows ad-free. And uh, that's the basic uh, no-frills, uh, $4.89 version of our, uh, of our patron. And uh, that, that is the time traveler tier. And you can get all that. And you know, I think a few of the bonus materials are, are in there, too. Just having slipped between the cracks, and that's, that's fine. And there's also the Black Scorpion tier, which uh, our Black Scorpion subscribers are loyal, and they seem to like it. Um, it's uh, everything that we mentioned above, plus uh, bonus episodes and bonus matches that we do uh, pretty much every week now, um, including, jeez, uh, I think we're up to, I think our 30th episode is coming up. Uh, the thir- our bonus episode number 30 is uh, George Cannon's Superstars of Wrestling, which uh, was, I'm trying to remember exactly what that was from, Ontario 1985? Does that sound right? I think it was Ontario, like, I think it was more like 1980, 81. Okay. Um, I think it was a lot earlier. I will go back and check the tape, but uh, a lot of a lot of very interesting talent on the show, including Mr. Ito. Um, Absolutely. You you know that's the the, that to me the highest the the highlight of the week. I mean, it's great to do this show, and we get to relive a lot of memories and watching these old pay per views and so forth. Some of you guys are watching for the first time. Patrick and I are reliving it, talking about it, telling our giving our opinions. But the Black Scorpions here. That's where it digs down deep, and you're yes. really starting to find some of the real gems that you can find on the internet. And looking at them is in a way that maybe you would have never occurred to look at them. Uh, right. And seeing some great old old time matches, old time promotions, how things were done. It's a nice look into the past. So uh, and it's it, the highlight of my week. And, and Shane and I tend to have a you know we we seem to have a knack for finding the obscure stuff. So you know. Yeah, if you're a board. fan of stuff, yeah, if you're a fan of stuff that hasn't really been seen very much or very regularly, even when it was new, <laughs> yeah, we, we like to find it. And thank God for those guys who are putting this stuff out here yes. on, on YouTube. I don't you have are, the ability your heroes. to go on. I don't have the ability to go on here and put this stuff on here. I mean, I just started my own YouTube channel not that long ago, and I'm lucky to be able to upload 35 second to one minute clips. So the guys yeah. who can find these old tapes and everything and put them on here, thank God for you guys are a godsend, and we're going to try to call you out every time. I think we do, and I think yeah, we're going we to continue do. to call out their channels for the guys who are posting. So tell your friends, let your neighbors right. know. Yep, bring bring the you know bring yeah bring the whole family together, including the pets, uh, and uh, catch up with some old wrestling. If you can't get enough of this show, then the uh, Black Scorpion tier is for you. Patreon.com slash WaybackPlayback. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. I am at, we are at the 1989 Survivor Series. The uh, th- episode three, I guess, is what they call it. Se- season three, episode one of the Survivor Series, if you're watching on Peacock. And who isn't? I am at one second, and I have a black screen. Let's rock and roll, buddy. Let's go. Okay, we're ready. Uh, we got uh, we got two incredible Survivor Series four on four matches, four on four elimination matches to do this week. So we're all gonna hit play together in three, two, one. All right. And I love the theme song for this, by the way. Oh, you know, Hulkamaniacs. It's Thanksgiving, brother. 
brother. He's never been redder. Yeah. I think he might have been redder at one point. I think the red background's what's what's that's throwing you. It might be. It might be. He is definitely blonder as he got older. Yeah. Well, skin's probably maybe a little browner, so. Ah, Survivor Series time, brother. A great, probably the best version of their, their championship belt ever. All right. Hey, there's the man who, the million dollar man, the man who claims he slept with a million women. Really? That's what Virgil said, and you know you can always believe him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Macho King Randy Savage, yeah. Sensational Queen, yeah. And Sensational Queen Sherry, who they made up to look bad, who was actually a beautiful woman. Hey, yes. tough guy. All um, right, tough guy. A couple days after this, I think on the house show run that weekend, I, we caught uh, Savage against Duggan at the Capitol Center. I think ah. it was that weekend. I'll look up here and check. There's the dream. I'm going to look at the ticket stubs up here. You've got the ball and chain. There we go. All right, Bruce, 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 Bruce. Rick Martell. Okay. Martell had some seriously good hair during this era. No question. There's Rick Rude. Okay, Piper. The genius is thankful because he's getting a title shot on Saturday. But, oh, sorry. We're thankful to be getting all these royalty checks, brother. Yeah. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Judge. The warrior do a 30 minute, 30 second bit about the cosmos. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they, they missed the opportunity to have uh, Ultimate Warrior narrate some Carl Sagan specials. Yes, I was just getting ready to make a Carl Sagan reference. Uh, th- this show takes place on Thursday, November the 23rd, right? Yes, at the Rosemont Horizon in suburban Chicago. Okay, so my ticket stub up here on the wall, which I have uh-huh. a framed photo of a whole bunch of my ticket stubs from going to live. Okay. Uh, Tales of a Misspent Youth, Saturday, yes. November 25th, 1989, with a 2 p.m. bell. Ah, there you go. Well, we Good got deal. the wow. We got the five dollar, no eight dollar tickets. Oh man, we, I, I was a nosebleed fan. Oh, always. I, I didn't want to. I wanted to be able to see the ring. I wanted right. to be able to see everything that was going on. Duggan and Garvin, Valentine, good matchups. 
They already they already moved Barry Windham's picture out of there. So they, yes, they, because they had done the angle with the earthquake and Dino beating up on the warrior sitting on his face go, or whatever. Go, yeah. Dave Captain. And and Akeem's replacement, it'll be bad news brown. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Whose <laughs> entire gimmick was walking out on his partners. <laughs> well, <laughs> Did he do it? Did he do it? Was he there in 80s? No, he wasn't there in 87 yet, but he did in 88 yeah. and 89. Yeah. Yeah. Ted DiBiase yeah. getting involved in the whole and Zeus. Zeus. I remember, I mean, just to be, I know this probably sounds foolish, but I remember as a, um, how old was I here? A 17 year old wrestling fan speculated on what the matches, what the pairings would be at Survivor Series that year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I pretty much nailed it. Okay. I, I mean, without, of course, not, you can't count the substitutions, but right, I had not. pretty much nailed it as, as to who was going to do what. Now, this I, is a, this is an enthusiastic crowd here, folks. Chicago's always been a big wrestling town. Oh, yeah. That's one, one of their favorite places, yeah. Good outfit, Jesse. Yep, that's that's very nice. There right. we go. It's Dusty's. I remember leaving Thanksgiving dinner early from my house and driving a whole way across town to my brother's, even though my brother was still yeah. at my mother's house. So I could right. Because we didn't have pay-per-view. Right. Uh, capability oh, yeah. at our house. Oh, parents didn't believe in it. Yeah. So and you had to call. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, that's what I remember. And there he is, that handsome Howard. And there he is, Jive Soul Bro is the is the music, and the boss man leads his team out there. Okay, so we're gonna we're just gonna here real quickly. We're gonna, we're gonna count hot. on. Who's still alive and who's not? Ugh. Well, Rick Martell's alive. Rick Martell's alive, even though no one's ever seen him. Well, no one ever cool. sees him. Uh, Wayne Ferris is alive. Yeah, sure is. Jimmy Hart's alive, and so is the Doctor Style Slick. Yes. That's yeah, super doing, we're, we're, Yeah, we're not doing bad here. Nope. Off to a good start. Mm-hmm. All right. He's got long sideburns and his hair slicked back. Yep. Okay, so the boss man, after uh, coming in in '88 uh, and getting the hot run against Hogan, he's in he's in year two where they usually just sort of you know they tamp they tamp guys down a little bit. So he's feuding with Dusty, and they feuded before. So. All yes. right, here we go. Brutus Beefcake. Within a couple months, though, they're doing the boss man turn. So he's. Yeah. He's okay. holding water, and it's okay. Yeah. He's do, he's doing his jobs and so forth like that because that's the way yeah. that business is done. Right. Uh, Barber's still alive. Tito's still, still alive. alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, Tito's a class act. Yes, and still is. looks good, too. Still yeah. looks good. Terry Taylor's still alive. Thank goodness. A great talent. Yep. But, you know, the rooster thing, it was a rib. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I don't care what Bruce says or anybody else says. It had to be in a rib. Well, Vince because thought he was cocky. Yeah, like sure, it was. sure it was. But a lot of people didn't like him because, yeah, and I've I've heard that from a lot of people. And the dream, of course, the the dream. Yes. The I mean, who else could have made this gimmick work? Yep. All right. 
you know what made made what made Dusty was that so many people just thought of Dusty from like the Crockett run when he was just the gritty hard work the hard man. But yep. remember in the seventies he was wearing the furs and yeah. the big floppy hats and he was Dusty doing the Muhammad Ali promos. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Dusty knew how to get over. Dusty was the best. You know, I, I dare say that I mean I, I mean as far as just being a guy who 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 could get over with his yeah. promos and just, I, I dare say, Dusty's the best baby face ever. Not it, not ring work. Hmm, no. That's Ricky Steamboat. Ricky, Ricky Steamboat, Morton. yeah. I'm going to say yeah. Ricky Steamboat. Sorry, but I mean, yeah. I, I I have nothing against Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton's uh, longevity is... He's a great else. seller, but Ricky's... Yeah. You know, uh, Morton's a small guy, meat and potatoes kind of brawler, but he can right. do the stuff. Steamboat's more classic wrestling, mm-hmm. but... Either way, I think that even I, in a lot of ways, I think Dusty, not not from the body standpoint, Dusty was a lot of ways the prototype for Hogan. As, yeah. as far as being that character that was kind of bigger than life. Right. Um, clearly didn't have the, the physique. I mean, the physique part was off of Superstar mm-hmm. Graham, but yeah, really Hogan kind of combined the best elements of the two biggest stars of the previous era. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Tita and the Honky Tonk Man, I believe Gorilla Monsoon's about to call this a main event in any arena in the country. Probably is, and there we it's go. a good matchup. We probably didn't see enough of this during yep. during uh, during Honky's Intercontinental reign. I mean, but of course, you know, Tito. I'm sure there's one on primetime somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Look, Tito could just fire in the best yep. punches. Yep. There he goes. Got the arm. Tito's longevity is impressive. Oh, yeah. And, as far as uh, being a being a guy who you know survived in this job for a long time, right? Oh. One, two, three, come on! Oh, and the hot tag to Rick Martell, and here we go. Rick Martell, oh. so happy to be getting the jump on Tito. Oh well. Oh yeah. A fine team had just imploded earlier that year. Yep. Of course, you know they they look so much alike. That was that was the we're, highlight. We're gonna strike first and strike with force. Hey, Rick, let's be strike force. Yes. Drop kick. Yes. And he's doing a move that would later, and Rick Martel doing a uh, dance step that would later be known as the Rene Dupree. Because so. <laughs> they're both from Quebec. Right, <laughs> they're both French. See. Up. Uh, oh, nope. Parlez-vous français. Boom. Oh. They didn't do the tag team thing this year, did they? Now I think about it. No. Well, no, they really didn't. No. No, they, 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 uh, I mean, the tag teams were mixed in with, uh, yeah. With the regulars. And actually, there's it looked like there were only six tag teams. At least that's I mean at least yeah that's uh, I mean the heart I mean the Hart Foundation were you know were both were broken up and put on different teams here. Well, yeah. hello. Okay, here we go. The dream is here. Back under. Just a fire. Flip flop and fly. He's all over the boss man. Yep. 
Such a good matchup, I'd say. There we go. I guess oh. the reason why I thought this was I didn't think the Rougeau brothers were gone at this point, but I guess they, they were. They they weren't. They, 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 you'll see them. You will see them. Uh, uh, you'll see them. I want to say now uh, in two weeks. Okay, it's just kind of odd for the Rougeaus in their in their in the middle of the red hot feud with the Bushwhackers. Yeah, so but they're not involved in the match the Bushwhackers are in, right? Yes, they are. Are they okay? Because somehow or another, that's escaping me. What what match was? I know whose team are they on? Is they on Roddy's team? No, they're the Rougeaus are on Rick Rude's team. Okay, and and the Bushwhackers, the Bushwhackers are, on are on Roddy's team. team. Yes, Roddy's team is the Bushwhackers and Snuka. Right. Yes, and. Uh, Yes, and you know you have to admire the art. Roddy Piper teaming with Jimmy Snooker was something that you know, maybe should have been a bigger deal, but yeah. But they were still in a in a practice, even though that was a feud that happened under their on their yes their TV. It's like nothing happened if it didn't. They they weren't that good with that kind of nuance. No, they weren't. You know, they were they were broad. Mm-hmm generalities right. in their in their booking and in yes. in their matches you know again i mean i don't remember who it was who said it if it was valentine or or somebody else Ooh, said, like you know time. oh big backdrop by the rooster come on taylor am I, am, am, am I with you oh yeah we're there we're in the same spot okay we are yes um okay so uh they said, like, the New York guys, the New York style of wrestling was that they were always pretty much playing big buildings. So it was always kind of yeah. pantomime. Right. It's like, you know, we, we, but, you know. You're, play, you're playing to the, you're playing to the cheap seats. You know? You're doing, you're doing your broad movements. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, you know, like, Southern wrestling was, you know, grittier. It was mm-hmm. more in your face, more angles, more intense work, because they were playing in sometimes 2,000, 3,000 seat or smaller buildings. Not always. They had their right. good buildings, but they didn't, you know. Yeah, but I mean, the McMahons over time had, uh, you know, they, they had consolidated their buildings. So they had, they had Madison Square Garden. They had Boston Garden. They had the Spectrum. You know, they had uh, Capital Center, the Baltimore Arena, you know. Sure. Right. Honest to goodness, um, Look at look at the talent in this match. Oh yeah, I mean this is, you know, uh, b- bad news does not want to tag in. He don't want nothing to do with this beer belly sharecropper. Yep. <sighs> yeah, shocker that they uh, shocker that they didn't have a lot in common. But yeah. uh, there we go, choking him. He got his fingers in his mouth. Yep. Right, that's what Jesse's pointing out right now. Okay, and in comes Martel. There we go. Ten big boost still, to the bread basket. We still do not have a single elimination here. Which is, yeah. which is fine I'm okay with that. Some. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it when they do like 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 yeah. 12 13 seconds in they're already putting somebody out. Yeah. Right. Your fall there. Yeah, Megan, here well comes the honky tonk man. Yep, textbook cradle there by uh, by Taylor. Right. 
this is uh let's see i mean this this was sort of the one this was sort of the one show where you know tag team wrestling is is front and center because the whole thing is tag team wrestling mm-hmm. and vince had a lot of tag teams yeah you know, always carried a strong stable of tag teams because he he needed to be able to round them out now he yeah modern day they they don't have that many but they have two tag team championships. Of course, it's one team that holds them both. Well, yes, that's okay. There's oh. one guy holding both the both the heavyweight title belt, title belt. So, you know what? And in, in, in all fairness, I think that the, the push of both of those two acts and, and all of them yeah. as a collective unit has been, I think, very well done. Yep. I mean, that, well, I have one of the few for. highlights of of modern wrestling is that. Mm. We've we finally have eliminated a everyone gets their turn as the world champion and the belt changes every average every three months. Yeah, we've eliminated that. And that's awesome. That's good. And that and even with the change in management, it doesn't look like they're going to they're going to go back to just bouncing them around. And good, because to me that to me that affected, you know, it affected the way people's people's attitudes towards what wrestling was. Mm -hmm. All right, Tito's making giving the signal. He's going for the figure. No, oh, Martel uh, grabs the hair. And these two could always pull out. Uh, these two could always pull out good grudge matches. Yep, Martel's got the tights. There it is. Tito Santana has been eliminated. We're at four on three. Oh, man. All right, it's time for Dusty Rhodes to step in against Rick Martel. That's surprising. Tito usually sticks around a long time in these type of matches because he, he was just <laughs> such a good worker. Yeah. You know, but I guess. Oh, look, and like there that. she is. Sweet Sapphire. Sapphire. Yep. There she is. Introducing they're just, the, they're just setting the table. Mm -hmm. Big drop kick. Yeah. All right, drop the elbow. No. All right, and here comes the barber. Boo. Yeah, well. Not a fan of the beefer. As yeah, we well, you're in, you're in a lot, yeah. There are a lot of people who aren't fans of the beefer for some reason. Because he's a dick. Well, that's probably why. Yeah. It might be why we've never had a request for that uh, Starcade 94 show. <laughs> that big main event he got to have. That, no, that it was part of it was part of the triple main event. Remember, Starcade yeah. ninety four. Yeah, that butcher of a brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that night, Tony Schiavone began drinking heavily. <laughs> we yeah. just went from having Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan to. Hulk Hogan and Bruce Beefcake. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh, and down goes Terry Taylor. 
And the rooster's in trouble. Oh, Side slam time. Nope, bear hug. Oh. Oh, the bear hug. Oh. Yeah. oh. I think Taylor knew what was coming there and slightly changed the directional momentum of his body and yes. got caught with a different move instead. Right. A slight uh a risk to take, especially a man the size and the strength of the boss man, but the bar mm -hmm. bear hug was not his bread and butter move that mm -hmm. side slam was. That's a he great example of me explaining why yes. Terry Taylor jumped right into his arms. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what you got to do on commentary. You got to be thinking. Yeah. yeah. You, you want everything to seem like there, there's a plausible reason why everything yeah. happened. Uh, a hold the counter. Taylor's fighting his way out of it. I think he is able to create some space somehow by dropping down. Up. Oh. Yeah. A little bit of room there to breathe goes. there. And I just slide his arms right. through, or maybe a couple. Oh, he's biting him. He's biting him. Well, oh, a couple headbutts and a bite. Not bad. And yeah, the boss man the... looking for somebody to tag in, and and uh, bad news. Here. Brown not interested. Up. Oh. Up. Oh. Oh. Rich is bringing oh, him in uh, anyway. Bringing him in the hard way. Yep. Yeah, All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, the man, man once known as the ultimate warrior. Alan Kawaji said, nope, 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 nope. Right. Oh, we're going to hit the ghetto blaster here? No. Maybe. Nope. Into the puckle. Oh. Taylor's delirious. He doesn't know where he is. You know, Bad News is a guy who back then during that era, I didn't. I didn't enjoy as much as I enjoy watching him now. Yeah. He, he just, it, 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 he was, I guess part of it was, is like, and they probably did this on purpose was to make him the loner. He had no manager. He, right. You know, but it, it, it fits him. It, it did fit him, but I don't know that he was a, probably a particularly strong house show draw against Hogan or Savage. No. Um, and he had his shots too. Yeah. I mean, Alan Coage, without a doubt. I mean, a well decorated athlete, obviously, silver medalist yeah. in judo in the 76 Olympics. A mm -hmm. uh, well traveled pro at this point, trained Ooh. at the New Japan Dojo with Anoki and Sakaguchi. And, but he's talking, he's talking to Smack Dusty. Managed by Fred Blassie during his short run in 1978-79. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, a miscommunication. Uh -oh. And the boss uh -oh. man accidentally punches bad news and is like, hey, buddy, um, yeah. That's about all it's going to take for bad news to bail out on this thing. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know. Yeah. Well, all right, you dumb cracker, I'm out of here. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Bossman's not going to sit there and take that up. And the voice of reason, uh, Honky Tonk Man steps in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a guy who doesn't <laughs> like to see people fight yeah, with I know. each other. Peacemaker. Yeah. yeah, peacemaker, benevolent human being that he is. <laughs> Wayne Ferris, never never a bad word for anybody. They got to spend Father's, they got to have Father's Day lunch one with, uh, with Honky Tonk Man. Thanks, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. And thank me too heavily. Uh, I'm not. Okay. He's, uh, he's, uh, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with him, but you know, I didn't either until many years later. 
it's funny. I just came across that somehow that's like buried in the buried in the buried of my Facebook messages from years ago. Uh-huh. But whatever, it's water under a bridge. At least exactly. it ought to be. All right, here we go. It is. Uh, all right, it's it's Brutus Beefcake and the Boss Man. And we're back to three on three with bad news gone. Oh. All right. Take awkward matchmaking for one on one, Alex. Yep. Okay. <coughs> yep. These are matchups you never get to see, and there's a reason why. Word combination. All right, in comes uh, one of Brutus's old friends, the Honky Tonk Man, who's going to take it from here. Yeah, those two probably only worked about 1,500 times against each other. No kidding. Oh, there we go. They, they, they were really determined not to give Brutus that Intercontinental title. So all yeah. Well, I guess they, yeah. Yeah, a couple years it. in a row, yeah. Yes. He, yeah. He, he didn't need it. He wouldn't. They had plans for other, for other people, yeah. It's funny how titles are in wrestling. They say some some guys, he should have had a run. I oh, didn't need a title. Yeah. And another guy, he doesn't need a title. And sometimes a guy who doesn't need a title gets a title anyway. It, That's true. That's it, just it, the way it is sometimes. It just really comes down to personalities like yeah the intercontinental title run made honky tonk man yes he would not have gotten over the way he did oh and there we go the high knee and brutus beefcake has pinned the honky tonk man oh, honkers out but <laughs> honky wouldn't have had that run he wouldn't have they got him over as a heel mm. and when they were trying to make him a baby face of so that vote of confidence thing which yep. was actually pretty clever yes it was and but he wasn't. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I've never believed that story that they told about how Butch Reed was supposed to get the Intercontinental title and didn't show for TV, so they just picked out yeah. Honky Tonk. No. Butch Reed was in no way being booked that strongly. Huh. He was, you know. But they did. They they time. did. They did want to get the belt off of Steamboat because they felt that Steamboat, you know, how dare you want to take time off in the middle of an Intercontinental title run? Well, it was a different time. Yeah. You know, nowadays they would have. They wouldn't have had any issue with anybody uh, doing anything for a childbirth or whatever. But yeah. It was a different time, sure. and and also he's trying to take off. You know, like six weeks after the biggest WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
well, money wise, it's been yeah, it was. obviously far. It was, it was a huge. It was a huge show. It's one of. It's still one of the top tier three most famous events ever. Mm-hmm. And and that match is still. You know what I mean? He was. Yeah. His timing wasn't. He good. was. He was red hot. Yeah. His timing was not good. No. But I mean, he was still making shots. Um, yep. He lost that title what June second or June third, something like that. I mean, yeah. Okay, let me see if I have the ticket up here because I know I saw Savage and Steamboat in the cage around that time. Oh, here we go. Back. Oh, all right. Beefcake getting the advantage up. Martel cuts him off. And uh, let's see if. Uh, Let's see if they can uh, cut off the boss, cut off Brutus Beefcake, and work him over. Oh, damn it! Yes, I don't have that one. Huh. How did that one escape me? I don't know. Okay. Yep, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of wrestling as a kid, and I just like yeah. yeah. Take this moment in time to thank my mother and father, who did not overtly enjoy the wrestling business, but would take me because they knew how much I loved it. And right, yeah. Oh, oh no! Oh, Martel's going to snatch the ropes here and go for it. It got caught. He got caught. Brief and beefcake snagged one on Martel, and now it's three on one. And that is what I call a great county fair finish right there. Yep. That's a, you know, and you know what I mean by that, but it's like I there's do. certain certain finishes that you 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 do that you do in the small towns that just always get over. All and right. that, that, that's, a, that's a great one. And Terry Taylor comes in to press the advantage and, well, oh, no, because he's too quick, too quick for the boss man, at least so Oof. far. And Taylor's driving in that uh, those punches. He always threw a good punch. Now he's done. Right. He's about oh, to into the boss slam. Into the boss man slam. He blocked it a while ago, but <laughs> he didn't block it that time. And that's the night for the rooster. Thank you. We're down to two on one. And it's worth noting, you know, take a look at Ray Trailer in the 88 Survivor Series compared to 89. How, how much weight he lost and how much better shape he's in. Yeah, and that would continue to happen. He was yep. in phenomenal shape by by the summer of uh, 90 or 91, he was yep. svelte. Here comes he was a hard worker. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at how wet Look how wet that shirt is. I mean, that man oh. is soaking in sweat. He is working his yep. absolute ass off, literally. Yep, there we go. High knee again. Nope, nope. Ugh. Good enough to put away he, honky, but. God. He, he, All right, let's bring by, in Dusty and wrap this up. By far the worst worker in this match. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He would have had his run anyway because of how he looked. Yeah. But he wouldn't have hung around as long as he. Did. Oh, the crossbody by Dusty. The dream. Got him. All right. And there it is. Up. Oh, wait. Hey. Okay. And there we go. Dusty and Beefcake are celebrating. Go down, Brutus. You got hit with a nightstick for crying out loud. Oh, there we go. That's that's. Let Dusty show you how to sell. Thank you. Yeah. Dusty did a little spin out. Uh, so the boss man gets all the heat back right there. Yep. Da, 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 da. So so this is this is Thanksgiving night, nineteen eighty nine. Two days right. later, 
It's that they're on, they're going at it on Saturday night's main event. Yep. And we were and we were at the, we were at the arena, and we were at Landover to Capital Center during the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then they and then that night they had the the the, the TV and who were the so matches? That was, uh, well, obviously the the feature on the TV was uh, Hulk Hogan defending the title against the Genius, and, and that's that is, in, that is the archives. Jim and I, uh, Jim Valley and I, covered that. That's they busted up the belt. And, did Andre wrestle the warrior on that one? Yes, he did. And Savage was Savage and Duggan. Uh, I don't think that I want to. I don't think Savage and Duggan. Did. I remember it ending with uh, the Rockers and the Brainbusters, though. Yes, because that was like the Brainbusters' last appearance, and they. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dusty got popped. All um, right. But yeah, I remember that. That was that was a busy couple days for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember at what point we just decided we were was wrestling gonna, season. Yep. Yeah, we just decided that day we were going to get it's two or three of my friends because I mean Landover was only like an hour and right. ten yeah, or twelve yeah. minutes away, and yeah. I was a seventeen-year-old kid with I worked worked a job and I had a car and my parents yeah. were pretty liberal in what I was allowed to go and do, which right. had its good and bad points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Fair I just enough. like disappeared and went to Landover that day. Right. <laughs> Get up! I think we I think we watched like eleven wrestling at eleven o'clock in the morning on WDCA and got in the car and went and mm-hmm. checked out the house show. Probably, you know, well, I was I was down at Clemson and uh, the way it worked down there was um, let's see, I would do my radio show Saturday night on the Clemson Student Station. I'd go home. Um, Saturday Night Live would be on. Then at one a.m. it would be Superstars of Wrestling and the guys. The guys who lived next door from uh, who were from New Jersey, uh, they were they were fans. Hey, Pat, come over. Yeah, I remember it Richie. It was a glorious time. It was a glorious time. I remember Richie getting trashed one, you know, getting drunk one night, trashing his apartment, and then cutting a sixty-second Ultimate Warrior promo, which had us rolling. <laughs> Even the crappy promotions back then were fun to watch in their own oh, way. Yeah. As, but but you know as like today with all these guys and all their budgets and all this yeah. stuff they have a hard time all putting right. together an entertaining show. Well, it's time for our feature on uh, this week's Wayback Playback. Axel Jim Duggan's team, the four by fours, are here, and uh, you know you, you actually have a team which fits Duggan's personality somewhat. Yeah, Ronnie Garvin, Bret Hart, and the Mighty Hercules. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, let's, oh yeah. Um, Oh, the the uh, the other match that we were thinking of uh, for for that Saturday night's main event, uh, the Red Rooster against Mister Perfect. Okay. So no no Randy that night. Yep. And Ronnie Garvin wants to get his hands on Greg Valentine, obviously. Those do have great matches. Hercules, we talked about him last week. Hercules, yep. He this was. Is a, a, yeah, he's in better shape. Yeah. yeah. He's not as bloated as no. he had been, but the the baby face Hercules didn't. Yeah. It 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 was kind of. Uh, I mean, he, he had the feud with DiBiase, and that made sense. And then there wasn't really anywhere to take it. Yeah. Well, that was that was just to me that was not. <laughs> You try to buy him as a slave. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm hitting the commercial here. Okay, well, I'm... 
we're here and we're going to get some introductions after we get the wide shot here of the Rosemont Horizon. And yeah, there's uh, the music, seconds. Pomp and Circumstance plays, and here he comes, the Macho King himself, Randy Savage, leading the way down the aisle. Da, 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 da. All right. They're trying to cheer him. Randy won't let him. In reality, he's the number yeah. two baby face in the company at this point in time. All right, and there's this dude. There's Greg the Hammer Valentine. Okay, there's uh, Dino Bravo, Canadian strongman, and uh, and the Canadian Earthquake getting the uh, last-minute call to uh, fill in for Barry Wyndham. Uh, there's Jimmy and Sherry. One, and now I'm back. Okay, old friends. All right, so the entire team is in the ring. And uh, yeah, Jimmy Hart's going to hold the ropes open for Sherry. Okay. I don't know that this team really fits uh, Randy's personality, but eh. what would have been, really. been more interesting with Barry Windham in there? Yes. All right, here yeah. they come. Oh! Okay, come on. Here comes. I, I'm, yeah, I'm trying the to catch by up. Fours. They've got their boards. The I'm, I'm a little bit behind you here. They've got their boards. They're circling the ring. The, tr the, tr the trick here when they were splitting yeah. up all these guys and trying to put them into teams mm -hmm. is to try to keep the major personalities. Yeah. Um, keep the major personalities and the, and the upper to mid card guys mixed mm -hmm. in well together up and down right. the whole card. You just can't yes. put the top. 10 guys and with them in the match against each other because that makes that's everything just, else meaningless. Yeah. All right. Of course, they would have no problem doing that today, but anyway, that, that's not important now. Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. There's also the... a reason why they have such a hard time getting guys over. Okay. Yeah. Now they're doing their version of the precision two by four drill team. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Here we go. All right, the bell is rung. The uh, the four by fours have uh, seized I'm control of the ring. I'm probably a minute behind you. Okay, and uh, Macho Band trying to get in. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. Looks like they're both. It looks like both teams are being herded in their respective corners. And we're going to start off with uh, Ronnie Garvin. Nope. Nope. We're going to start off with Ronnie Garvin and Randy Savage, but uh, Garvin tagged in Duggan instead. And here comes Duggan on the, out to the floor after Savage. Throws him back in. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up with you, but I'm, I'm not only with the commercial, I'm having trouble now. Okay, Hercules coming off the... It's Hercules with a clothesline on Randy Savage. And they've got Savage off guard here from the beginning. Oh, here we go. Gorilla Press. And tosses Savage into his corner where he can tag in Greg Valentine. Okay, Herc and Greg. Boom. Okay. Right. Hercules and Val up. Oh, duck under. Duck under. And oh, the atomic drop. 
All right, and uh, I think Ronnie Garvin wants a tag here from Herc. And now he's gonna now he's gonna get make the tag to Brett. Here comes the hitman. All right. Hey. Okay, hitman working the arm. Tag into Duggan. Oh. Where are you at? Oh, okay. Well, let's see here. And dug it into the turnbuckle. Uh, I am at uh, 3,840,41,42,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,43,
And Valentine with the elbow drop. Fist drop. Garvin's in trouble. Garvin kicks out at two. Guess what? I think we're going to go. For, I think we're going for the figure four here. Did he just adjust his leg brace? No, not yet. No, not yet. He's going uh, for the, going after the hamstrings. Now he's adjusting his leg brace. And now I'm ahead of you. This is crazy. And now. This All is right, he's got him. He's got him. No, can't, can't hit the figure four. Garvin pushes him off. Garvin with the roll up. No. All right, and Garvin with the tag too. No, he didn't make the tag. Oh, man. And Valentine herds him over into the corner, and here comes Randy Savage. Yeah, there we go. I am so annoyed. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Savage, it's another two count. Garvin's in trouble. Backs into the corner. And here comes Dino. Tag to Dino. If you want to see Randy, if you want to see one of Randy and one of the best moments of the Macho King and the Sensational Queen, go back to SummerSlam 89, where basically Randy and Sherry wrestled the whole match. Pretty much. Well, that's not important now. Here we go. He's got, he's got Garmin, tag to Valentine. Boom. Ooh. Valentine with a shot. That's a, those are some chops by Valentine. Yeah. Now, Jesse's enjoying the chops. Up, oh, line tag to Duggan. Got him. There we go. Oh, and the clothesline. And Duggan eliminates Greg Valentine. We're at three on three. And Dino Bravo with the karate chops and the fists and the thrust to the throat. Working over Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Down in front. There we go. All right, next snap here coming up by Savage. Got him over the top rope. Wow. Randy moves so quickly in there. And, he like a cat. Yeah, and in comes the earthquake. Have you seen the Garvin stomp yet? In this match? Nope. Nope. Okay, well, I'm kind of frozen there. Tell me when you hit it. Okay. Because it's like I either get behind you or I get too far ahead of you. This is oh, no. annoying. All right, he misses the fist drop. Earthquake misses the drop, elbow drop. And Garvin's going to get to make a tag. Oh, excuse me. Duggan's going to get to make a tag here. And I'm guessing it's Ronnie Garvin. Yep, there we go. All right. And here comes Garvin. Got to work over the earthquake. Nope, tags in Bravo. Okay. Chop. Chop. Chops on the menu. One, two, three. Headbutt. Dino is down. Oh. Are we going to get it? Yep, here we go. Garvin stomp. <coughs> Face, elbow, sternum, thigh, ankle. Other side. Let's uh, do it. 
Uh, stomping away. I am a huge Ryan Back Garvey fan. Back on the face. There we go. Yeah, trying to ah. turn him over. All right. There it is. Ronnie wasn't a guy I was a big fan of when I was a kid because I rooted for the heels yeah. and he was a he was a tough guy. Oh yeah, he was. But I, he's one of my favorites now. Oh, he's trying he to was... get him over. Nope, can't. I think Dino went to the eyes there. Yep, and here comes Randy Savage. Up. Oh. And but Garvin makes the tag to Bret Hart. All right, and everybody's on their feet now. They want this one. Because this is a matchup. Yeah. Of course, they had this match on Saturday Night's main event in December of 87. But yes. besides that, I think this is the only match these two had on televised yep. during the, their WWE, WWF run. All right. And there we go. Brett with the advantage so far. Yeah, done my song. Oh, stomp to the midsection. Tag to Bravo. Okay, and, and this is going to slow down. Good old Dino Bravo. Okay. Oh, they got Dino. They got Dino in the good guy's corner. Back to Garvin. Up oh, there we go. Elbow drop off the uh, off the second turnbuckle. Two count. And now back to Garvin. Oh. There we go. Oh. All right, side slam and Bravo eliminates Garvin. We're at three on two. Okay, and Duggan trying to fire up the crowd. Yep. All right. See, they want fans are behind Duggan. Come on. They're going at you. They're training USA, that dastardly Canadian duo. Absolutely. These two big behemoths would be figured in prominently through Really through the beginning of 91. Yep. There we go. And uh, all right. Into Brett's boot. Tag to Brett. Hi, Brett. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They've got them. Double team. Double clothesline. 
Bam. Bret, Bret Hart's trajectory is upward, but it wasn't all at once. This no, was wasn't. like this was like the beginning of of his uh, the early stages of him getting. They would they would still put him back with Neidhart some. Yes. Um, I they recall ready, though. That that Saturday afternoon, and I'm mentioning two days after this event, they had a, the Hearts had a great match with the Rockers. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah, it was. They did have match. some really good matches with the Rockers. Yeah. Yeah, that was the high. That was like to me, it's like that's the two matches I remember from that show. It's Savage and Duggan, and the Hearts against the Rockers. Mm-hmm. Yay, okay. All right. So now, so Brett and Duggan are taking the opportunity to work over Savage. They got him in the ropes. Referee Danny Davis trying to get Brett away. Ah, oh, a big choke by uh, by Hacksaw. From behind while he's tied up on the ropes. Yep. That elbow was devastating. Oh, there we go, Brett. I think Brett's going to go for it all here, and I think yep. it's going to cost him. Oh, no. Just a funny feeling I have. Mm, yep. I haven't seen this one in a while, but yeah, that sounds it's about right. been a long time. Oh, Randy goes to the eyes. You see, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming that way. I saw Brett almost doing like that suicide mission along the <laughs> ropes and, you know, okay. crotching himself. Backbreaker. Who? Okay, got him. Front face lock. Tries to roll him up. Only two. That's a tough one here. Referee Danny Davis has been suspended for life, which ended up being two summers. Yep, pretty much. Brett's going for that elbow. Oh, nobody home. Oh, and there comes Tag de Bravo. Oh. Okay. Oh, got the bear hug on. Did they do any? I don't remember it if they did, but did they do any kind of transfer of uh, title or ownership from of Dino Bravo to Jimmy Hart from uh, Frenchie Martin? I don't remember them really doing that. Yeah, I think they just quit booking Frenchie. And... Yeah, I think that was it. And you know, I don't remember a lot of people missing him. So yeah, so I think Frenchie would have been better. Frenchie, I think, would have been better with Rick Martell. That would that could that could have done something with that. Yeah, um, I mean, Bravo was obviously did the French Canadian gimmick, but I think most people knew that Dino was actually like Italian. Yeah. So they didn't they, they, them playing this up didn't quite work. Of course, I didn't think that Slick as Rick Martell's manager worked either. No, I, I didn't think that there was there there wasn't a whole lot of chemistry there. Uh, both good performers, but it, right. sometimes it's you know, yeah. Sometimes it's the uh, 
the mix. Okay, let's see. Um, yeah, Bravo. Yeah, Jimmy Hart took over for for Frenchy in April of '89. Okay, okay. so it's earlier this year. Okay, and so. uh, yeah, and uh, in 1990, um, Frenchy became head booker for IWA in Puerto Rico. Okay. Okay, you know it's funny. I, I do seem to remember that. Yeah. Because I think Frenchie was a part of a big tag team with Rick Martel's brother, Michael, in Puerto I'm... Rico in like the late 70s, which is where Michael, I think, died in the ring. Mm. Um, I mean, I could be wrong. But I, he, sounds... Frenchie used multiple different names. Right. You know, the funniest thing is, you know, his real last name is Ganya. Yes, it is, actually. Jean, <laughs> Jean Ganya. Yeah. Jean Ganya. Yeah. Guess he, he guess he wasn't comfortable trying to use that one, huh? <laughs> no, I guess not. PMR ten. Oh, oh, collision. Malfunction oh. at the junction Function, here. Yeah. Brett, you... Brett trying to get back to the corner, trying to get to Duggan. <sighs> Got a tag. Hot tag to Duggan. Oh. Come on, Randy, feed, feed. There we go. He, he's absolutely. Uh, Got him. No, oh, big body now, slam. Now nope. he's stooging, but he he certainly wasn't. He wasn't feeding Duggan well. Hmm. That they they had a weird chemistry too. That yeah. uh, that that savage Duggan feud was. Yeah, and Duggan was a decent worker in his own way and had his own unique charisma, but he was not, he was actually not even as good in the ring as Hogan. Savage could have a lot better matches with Hogan than and he, he did. Duggan. Yeah, and then Duggan, yeah, it was, I don't know. Oh, he's got him, got him up like a sack of potatoes. And what are we doing, Dino? Uh, shoulder breaker. Tag to Randy. Okay. And unless I'm mistaken, I think it's notable that beyond this this one here, which is a multi-person match, Savage and Duggan never had a major pay-per-view uh, singles match. And Aloha means goodbye. It is three on one. Randy, Dino, and the Quake against Jim Duggan. Hey. Oh, all right, Duggan's ready. Bring him on. Three on one. I don't think the results are going to be too good for him. All right, okay, we're having a meeting here. That was a short meeting. All right, Dino, you got it. If oh, we no, Quake. Quake. Yeah. If we can't beat him now, we'll never beat him. All right. I got to so, get backstage. I got Elizabeth locked in the broom closet. Let me think about this for a minute because to get back to my Savage and Duggan point about them never having yes. a major match on pay per view, because by the next WrestleMania, isn't it Sky Dome and isn't it Dusty and Sapphire against Savage? Oh and yes, Sherry? that is right. WrestleMania so, six. 
so really the the savage duggan deal doesn't last anywhere near as long as most of the programs did during this era yep. i mean it's a lot of it just a lot of it seemed you know to get the it's to get the crown off of duggan and over to savage yeah <laughs> which um I mean, having Duggan as king was fun for a little while, and you know, they had a better use for it. I mean, you wouldn't yeah, think that Randy Savage would need the, you know, you wouldn't think the 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 king of the ring and Randy Savage would go together, but he made it work. Well, another guy who could make about anything work. That's true. Except for that whole team madness thing. That was yeah, a failure. Well, I mean. And some of those outfits he wore in the early 90s. But that's another story. Yeah, with the the cowboy hats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh, double clothesline. All right, Quake gets him from behind, though. There's a lot going on here. Danny Davis is not controlling. You don't say. Yeah. It's almost like he's not a very good official. I don't. I don't know what to say. Yeah. It's funny how some people are around and then they're just suddenly gone. And I, you can't always pinpoint when they left. Frenchie Martin was just one of them. We couldn't pinpoint there. Right. They just dropped him. Johnny Valiant was one too. They just, yeah, just one they're weekend just they just decided he was just not going to do it anymore. And he, hmm. he, they still booked him on house shows, but he wasn't making TV anymore. And right. I've never have really caught the story on that, but um, okay. Well, here we go. Here comes Bravo. He's got Duggan. Ooh, shot to the well, midsection. What was the, what was the point I was just trying to make by bringing that up? And people who just dis- oh, Danny Davis. Danny Davis, yes. Yes, Danny Davis, because he was there and he had been around, and then they focused on him a little bit as like a mid card heel. Heel ref. I wouldn't even say mid card, but yeah. I don't know. He had some Saturday Night's main event appearances. Hmm. He worked for Animal Steel and. Well, that was kind of like where the money was, was on those yeah. back then, because yeah, sure. that was like network money. Um, but I mean, they put a lot, I think they put a lot into it. I just, I didn't think it was all that great. It's right. kind of a one trick pony when you're doing the heel ref thing. Main with the company for, let's see, Danny Davis. Oh, he probably isn't around a whole lot longer after this. Okay. Yeah. Ref- no, he's a referee until. 1995, allegedly. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I stand corrected. He lasted another five or six years. But... And then he, uh, then he disappeared and uh, returned on the to return to the Indies in 2001. Yep, yep, yep. Duggan has counted out here, folks. Uh, the, yes, the young Shane McMahon, I think, is. Uh... All right, your sole survivors are three guys. Yes. Your and winners. Duggan doesn't get pinned by any of them. That's right. And it That's doesn't out. matter. All right, Duggan manages to escape from Shane McMahon, and boom! And boom! There we go. How old is Shane McMahon here? 19 years old? Something like that, yep. Um, all's well that ends well. And Duggan. Duggan clears house. Yep, big win for the big win for the Macho King in his court there. The number one Frenchman picking up signs along the the aisleway there as the camera panned. Yeah. To the... Saw him. 
Let's go to Mean Gene Oakland. What is it? What do we got, Mean Gene? Hold on. I think this will be the end of the hour. Keep me posted. All right. Doctors are tending to dusty roads. Oh, my. Yep. Okay. Oh, bruised ribs and maybe a concussion. Damn. Oh, that's a lot. Reprehensible actions. Well, fines and suspensions will probably be levied, I would think. Don't worry. Gene thinks Dust will be back. Okay, and we're going to pause it. All right, we're going to take it out right here. One hour, one minute, and 27 seconds. That is where we will wrap it up for the week. We just kind of had to get that in. It's the most successful independent wrestling promotion of this generation. It's the place where the stars of today made their name. Now get the inside story of Ring of Honor from those that lived it with an honorable mention. Join Ring of Honor alumni Shane Hagedorn and his co-host Jeff Schwartz as they break down a classic Ring of Honor event every Tuesday and get the -the behind-the-scenes scoop and inside stories that you won't hear anywhere else. An honorable mention available every Tuesday on your favorite podcast platform. For exclusive bonus content, plus early ad-free access to every show, check out patreon.com slash an honorable pod. We would like to thank Gregoire Lourmet for the use of his track, Run Faster, Jump Higher. You can hear all of his work at jamendo.com or on his website, musicepique.com, M-U-S-I-Q-U-E-E-P-I-Q-U-E.com. Oh, boy. So, when we rejoin it next week, um, pretty much, actually, the entire episode is going to be devoted to uh, the Hulkamaniacs against the Million Dollar Team. Really? That's our Big matchup. Yeah, that is. Uh, you got, uh, well, we, I mean, we might have to throw out a bonus match, but we've got uh, the team of Hulk Hogan, Jake Roberts, and the Tag Team Champions Demolition against Ted DiBiase, Zeus, and the Powers of Pain. Yeah, is there only big... four matches on this card, or is there five? Is there's there... five. There's another one. What am I missing? I'm missing the uh, Piper match. You got Piper, Piper's team against Rude's team, and then you got uh, the Warriors, Warriors, Warriors team. Warriors that? And, yep, Andre and the War- Andre's team and the Warriors team is on last. So there you go. Okay. Perfect. Yep. But yeah, big. Uh, yes, big show so far, and uh, you know, I mean, I I don't remember this getting rave reviews, but uh, a lot of action so far. No, I mean, I have not, no real complaints. Uh, you can't yeah. see, you really can't see any major holes in anybody's work either. Yep. I mean, other than stuff we talked about, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not as glaring. You know, I mean, you saw it, like, you know, Beefcake not selling the nightstick shot and, mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. But things like that are going to happen this time stuff. But it, it's right. nothing like today because wrestling... It, Today's stuff is so carefully put together that yeah. if something goes wrong, it's hard to cover it up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was wasn't like that back then. It was, Plus, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, unlike unlike the modern pay per views, they they set this up, they pushed this for weeks. They, they had like six weeks building up to this. Oh yeah, uh, everybody knew who you, everybody knew who the teams. You know, you you weren't having a fumble. Oh yeah, who's this team? What's the you know? Sometimes on the modern pay per views, you don't even know what the main event is until the weekend of the show. Well, yeah, it's, there is it's, that. It's, it's just, it's just, they just don't. It's product, yeah. Yeah, it's, they have too much stuff they have to come up with fresh every week. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand why it's a problem. 
I did too. You know, when when you got what six hours of live. Well, then you get what you got to. I mean, TV a week. Yeah, sometimes you you got to delegate stuff. I mean, you know, I I'm guessing Paul Levesque is doing that, um, but you know, it doesn't sound like Tony Khan's doing it. No, well, he well, I think that's there's I think there's an ego issue there. Yeah, with that and. And again, I mean, how if he called me on the phone, I'd take the job in a minute, too. Oh, God, yeah, I'd be down there. Yeah, yeah, but I just think that the guy just doesn't understand that he doesn't understand and tries to do it all himself. I mean, what's he booking, like, 18-match YouTube cards and a two-hour show or an hour show on Friday and two hours on Wednesday? It's just it's too much, and, Mm -hmm. you know. He's trying to get as many people Got to delegate, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I appreciate you wanting to get as many people, you know, work as possible but um you know try to you know, yeah yeah you, you want it to be a really, success you, do you, you really know. need to be breaking down uh the third segment on uh aw uh dark elevation ring of honor edition you know i don't think yeah so. just too much you're right too much give it to somebody else maybe but i mean the, the thing about it is is that the, the trend is is starting to go backwards now yeah, it and, is and for you, for a, for, a, for a bunch of reasons. Yeah, a lot of these guys are going to end up going right back where they came from. And Tony Khan, after he dropped Possibly. all the all the backyard guys that he was using, is going to be back to booking those backyard guys. Well, a lot of that fan base likes that backyard stuff, but it's mm. not this this audience isn't growing. And in some cases, it's going backwards. But either way. Well. It's, I mean, different podcasts yeah. for a different day. Yeah, I know. Um, I I don't even think I've watched enough of it to get into a good analysis of why it's not working. So uh, I don't watch it either. I'm just going off of what I read and and what I what you can just sense. All right. Well, but, yeah. Here's I mean, here's what what I here's what I kind of figured out. Okay, they they. I think I figured out the way the way Tony books is he's got he's got in his head he's got in his head he's got you know WWE guys former WWE guys and he's got his guys and you know and in his mind the WWE guys are there to put over his guys at the end yeah you know, right. at the end of the day yeah so, but when he brings them in and he's paying them they're all his guys true. and you got to go with the people who I, are but I under- over. I mean, I understand the idea of making stars. Yeah. I mean, that's, sure. yeah, that's fine. And, um, you know, okay. If, if MJF is your star and you're, and he's your champion, that's great. Now, what are you going to do? You know, now who's he going to, who's he going to wrestle? What are you going to, I mean, I know you don't have a pay-per-view right away. Who's he going to wrestle? What are you setting up? It looks like they're setting up MJF and, and Brian Danielson, which, you know, okay, that could be good. Um, what else, you know, what else do you have going on? Yeah, again, and it's it's probably to their benefit that they don't have a pay per view show for a long oh, yeah. time because it gives them a little. If, if I mean, they they're, understood, they're pay-per-view shows, yeah, they're in. I mean, they are anticipated, and you generally know what the top matches are going to be in advance because there's you know, there's only four or five of them. But right. uh, but you know, I mean, but I mean, there are more than five pay per views. But I, I'm not even counting the Ring of Honor pay per views he's doing because that's just yeah. Yeah, I don't understand that. That's just. I understand. But, I understand that he wants somebody to pay for a TV contract to run Ring of Honor. Um, Ring of Honor is, you know, there was a reason why 
There's a reason why Sinclair was willing to unload them. Well, yeah, because they were a TV company, didn't know what they had, and even even after everybody left the other couple of years back, they 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 didn't even have what they had. They just yeah. it's it's just a it's a name for smart marks. It's not anything that people recognize. So it's not. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, they it's recognize them for the tape. The, the video rec- tape library. They ought to recognize it by now. They've spent enough time pushing it on on AEW television. Yeah, that's well. Unfortunately, that's not the way you already have. You already have a contract. Ring of Honor doesn't. Why right. you couldn't put? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I you people's, there's enough wrestling on in prime time, so you don't. You're not going to get another prime time show. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can see buying it for the videotapes, and I can see bringing it in and having their world champion do a job for their for the AWE champion. Well, there. I mean, their world champion now is Chris Jericho. So what would be the point of that? Well, but I'm saying in the beginning. I know. Once once he got there, do it for a couple of weeks, get it over. Well, I I I mean, I feel like I know part of what it's for. They they I mean, it's it's what it's what AEW does. You know, you know how uh, I mean, in Crockett there was a, in you know Crockett there was always a ton of belts that were going on and being defended, and now you know, and now I mean AEW's got AEW's got a ton of belts. Plus they can also you know they have some sort of deal with Impact where they're able to you know. It, the, their guys can swap back and forth there. They have, uh, you know, they can use, they can have the revival defend the AAA titles. They can have, they can have sure. the new Japan guys drop in. Like, yeah, I mean, Ring of Honor is just another set of belts. Yeah, and, and you know, I, well, they got like eighteen or twenty different championships over there. It's just, it's just, you know, that you can't overdo it. I mean, oh, you can't see, overdo it. You think about it. It's like we always thought NWA had a lot of belts, but watching WWF remember they defended the million dollar title and the, right. and the crown like they were real championships too for a while yeah they did yeah okay so anyway anyway that's not important now um all right so let's see what we are oh yes all right start thinking about what you want for our uh for our shows as we uh go through December and hit the end of the year probably have to do a probably have to do some sort of Christmas show as we uh as we get caught up and Get all of this stuff out of the way. And, of course, Shane, uh, if you'd like... Oh, yeah, don't forget to leave a five, six, or seven-star review for us on uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever your pods are cast. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I'm on... Uh, I'm at Real Pat McNeil on Twitter. He's at one only Shane Shad one on uh, Twitter. Uh, Shane's on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. Uh, let's see. Jim Valley's at Jim Valley. We need to have him back on. And if you'd like to know more... About the Honky Tonk Man, Tito Santana, Rick Martel, Terry Taylor, or Jimmy Hart, uh, visit pwtorch.com, f4wonline.com, or the Wrestling Observer, or go download your local library app because they're all in books. Shane. Same playback time, same playback channel. We're going to do it again in uh, just uh, seven days or maybe even less. Until then, yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. Next week is another episode. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No. 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.